Connection Podcast. Here with everything. You know, there's one thing in this universe that's better than filthy gutturals and sick-ass breakdowns. The thing that I'm referring to is a simple... For those of you who are new to the Monsters Connection Podcast, thank you for chiming in to this episode. We will try our best to do weekly shows. Find us at facebook.com slash groups slash Monsters Connection. I think... Shut up! <laughs> I got a lovely view. The dog's barking. That's uh, oh, okay. What are you barking at? Parents on a on a podcast. Fucking just give her. God damn it! Oh my god. That's hilarious. I'm Chinese food tonight. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> Sorry about that, gentlemen. I have a noisy dog. Well, my mother has a noisy dog. <laughs> That's okay. All right. Oh my god. You are just laying down. You're not barking at anything. <laughs> She's literally looking around confused as to why she's barking. <laughs> oh my That's god. Why you say dogs are assholes? <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, just oh. having a chug of my just having a swig of my milk. And, uh, <laughs> excuse me, ma'am, you dropped your phone. <laughs> and uh how are you gentlemen today? Oh I I'm in tears now. Thanks, <laughs> Are you okay, man? No, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. There's yeah, there's no dude. emotional damage going on. <laughs> Still in shock. I just watched uh, the Electric Cowboy video, and no surprise, but it gets a little bit weird and funny. You don't say. <laughs> I've still yet to watch this. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's not like, um, in my opinion, it's not like the best best thing that they've ever created, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it just sounds like something that they've done before, but that's not necessarily a terrible thing either. Is it, what are we looking at here, Bronson? Is it heavy? Is it uh, light toned? Is it? It's uh, kind of actually like light toned choruses with some breakdowns that are pretty good. So it's got like, I'd say probably about sixty percent like melody, chorus, clean vocals, and then like forty percent heavier screams and breakdowns. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's good though. I I do like it. All all their videos are always entertaining though. I, I'll give them credit that, for that. That's why I love uh, Electric Cowboy. Like their videos, like from every band that I've seen, like they've put the most effort in all of their videos. Oh yeah, yeah. Like production uh, value is like crazy. I don't even know. Like they they seem like they use like a lot of props and like gimmicks in their videos which is like always fun to watch too because there's not a lot of there's always those bands out there that are super serious and super like uh dark and very um typical of anything that you would find in metalcore or metal in general yeah yeah, just death everything satanic rituals (laughs) (laughs) or like you'll have like your typical band that's in like a crushed like like old uh old house look and like 
I feel like the older style of music as well for metalcore, like you'll have like a lot of bands imitating the same style of music video. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of like a, like a ritual most bands do. They conduct upon themselves when they become established in any sort of way is they, uh, they, you know, five guys get into a room and they look at each other and they say, Hey, we need a fucking mansion. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need a creepy house. And we need the same fucking fireplace that you see in every music video. <laughs> we need to headbang in front of this fireplace. <laughs> and this is how we make it. This is how we become successful musicians. Is you headbang in front of the same fireplace as everybody, as your peers before you. I think is yeah. what they're thinking. Yeah. There's a lack of originality. <clears throat> At yeah, least... So you, you do have to give Electric Cowboy props for uh, not headbanging in front of a fireplace yet. As I've seen <laughs> thus far, not including this video that we're um, talking about currently. Oh, well, yeah. Watch like it it's... happens afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be Where's shocked it? at anything elect that Electric Callboy is ever going to do at this point. Yeah. Um, but uh, the cool thing about it is that they are fairly original, um, especially with their music videos. If we're talking about the aesthetic of a video and comparing, like, uh, fireplaces and headbanging and stuff. It's it's true though. A lot of bands will try to imitate other, not only like the sound of other bands, but they'll try to imitate um, aesthetics and stuff. Like you, how many uh, deathcore logos do you see that all look the same? You know, there's no. Yeah, my bro, my one of my buddies, uh, he gave shit for, oh frig, uh, which band was it? Um, I think not Shadow of Intent. Uh... Brand of, I forget. Brand of Sacrifice? No, not Brand of Sacrifice. Flesh God Apocalypse. Um, here uh, I'm looking on his Facebook page. He the band Moon actually the, the band actually banned his Facebook page from like him liking it because oh. he basically said it was ripping off Laura Shore and they were actually ripping off Laura Shore and. The logo, the only thing that was different is that they added um, a different style of background. And this band is actually really big too. And it's kind of sad to see that like a band that's really big has to copy like Warner Shore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just over the uh, personally, like I love, like if it's done perfectly and symmetrically, yeah. and I understand this uh, being a designer myself, it's very hard to do filthy logos. But the problem with it is that you don't stand out. And there's a lot of, um, it's almost a challenge because you want to, if you want to do a filthy logo and have it look right, you kind of want it to be somewhat legible, not like have like a thousand tree branches, like an old school black metal or grindcore logo, you know? Yeah. What's wrong with vomit letters? <laughs> the band I was talking about was Shrine of Malice. Oh, okay. Shrine of Malice. I was half expecting you to say something like Shorna Lore or something. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know the name's coming. They're thinking right now. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, let's uh, let's change our band name. Shorna Lore. Mm, you know. Call it a day. <laughs> Short lore. <laughs> yeah. It actually sounds kind of like a cool name, though. Short yeah. lore. Oh man. Well, uh, Will Ramos though is um, he's a talented, talented dude. 
my only problem with uh Lorna Shore just in general is the fact that I'm not like huge into atmospheric blackened deathcore. Like deathcore on its own in small instances will I jam to on its own. So that's already kind of a small percentage of something I would actually listen to. But yeah. um the black metal riffs just don't do it for me. And you know, I'm being completely honest, but even though Will Ramos is arguably like well he's he's pretty well known now like for what he does and i'll give him credit for that it's just the the, the instruments that go behind it i'm just not into like uh i had a vocal coach show me like a lot of old school death metal bands and like he, he's like he gave a good point to you like he's like most deathcore bands like are taking like a lot of influences from old school like death metal like yeah you'll have like the you'll hear the same riffs then you'll just hear shredding then hear the same riffs then shred then you'll have a breakdown and that's basically the whole song and yeah. like I think <laughs> it's just more modern i guess yeah, yeah. i don't know. I, I i feel like the music starts to feel a lot better when you grab a lawn chair you lay back put the cucumbers on and then you paint your face white and black <laughs> Everything, you, like your life will become existentially different and oh, yeah. yeah you'll you'll go through some uh life changes it's it's almost therapy you ever just want to look like the guy from behemoth just fucking cucumbers on the eyes lawn chair <laughs> out in the sun side, <laughs> paint your face white and black copying uh, right there, man. The, the kiss movement gene simmons yeah <laughs> get your shot of dopamine in right away yeah, <laughs> yeah. no i've um I actually, a long time ago, I did uh, get uh, Nurgle's signature on, uh, I think the, it was the Evangelion album for Behemoth, like way back in 2010. Oh, wow. Yeah, that that's a long time does ago. Sound, that sounds epic, man. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was just here locally, but yeah, no, it was, um, it was pretty cool. I uh, admittedly, I went up, like everyone was kind of looking at me weird because here I am like, getting ready to get like a um you know an autograph from the band members and stuff and at the time i was still very fresh to metal and i didn't really understand what <laughs> it was a feeling and stuff so i was wearing like a cradle of filth beanie and i was getting like really like <laughs> like i could tell people were judging me fresh to metal goes to a behemoth concert <laughs> <laughs> like brand new just barely picking up metallica yeah <laughs> we go enjoy some polish black metal <laughs> yeah uh, you know what that's how we all start it's just some satanic polish black metal oh yeah that was my earliest influence was uh Demi Borgir if we're talking about vocal styles and learning fry screaming from the beginning um you know and then obviously Lamb of God and Whitechapel and everything else has changed since then but yeah definitely looking back at it now I used to think like black metal was like the genre like if you didn't listen to black metal you were like a poser and blah 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 blah. And yeah. then now looking back at it, I'm like, you <laughs> total stick up the butt. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not like that there's not I don't know. My problem with black metal is the mixing and mastering side of things. Like everything that I've heard, <laughs> it just sounds like it came from a potato. Yeah, when you instead of using uh noise compression sheets or anything like noise dampeners they they use uh trash cans yeah i was about <laughs> to say that the good old trash can sound <laughs> yep when they mic up the drum kit they actually hang like 17 dr 
trash cans from the roof to the floor to the walls and they put the mics <laughs> inside of them so your room mics on a drum kit are actually coming out of a garbage can <laughs> that's where you get that very uh solid tin sound that twang that people seem to thrive the 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 stuff that gets the dopamine moving you know yeah there, there is a video uh I watched of Rob Scallon. Um, they recorded like I, I forget what this like thing was. It was actually pretty sick. Um, so like it looked like a saxophone, but like mm. picture a big saxophone like without the end part like of the saxophone. So oh. yeah, it, like you would record <laughs> stuff into it, and then they, they would have, like program afterwards. It was just so sick and it, like they, they made a joke and be like yo let's record a, like a death metal uh a death metal um song and uh it actually sounded exactly how like the people recorded uh death metal back in like the 2000s i wouldn't be surprised mm, yeah. <laughs> there, there's something deeply sexy about a saxophone yeah. <laughs> especially I, I, in metal I forget, I forget what it's called like I would have to look it up in order for me to remember what it's what it was. Mm. Yeah, no, it's uh, I don't know. I think um, music evolves, and that's the yeah. main thing about it. There's a lack of originality. I feel like deathcore is fairly saturated at this point. Everyone sounds the same. All the logos look the same. It just there's no variety. And then, um, yeah, I think people <laughs> like for me personally, I am always on top of uh, musical like notifications from youtube from spotify in regards to new music that's coming out so for me when you know someone still thinks like that like iron maiden or avenge sevenfold or metallica is like the best band ever death metal. yeah like i think like it it sounds really bad but i think that you know maybe they just don't know enough about the genre um you know they're step they're getting their feet wet essentially yeah. before the craziness ensues because we all started there like when i started listening to metal my first favorite bands were iron maiden they were disturbed they were uh system of a down like they were stuff like that <laughs> oh yeah like those were like those bands were like staple growing up like i used to listen to like uh metallica freaking anything that you heard on guitar hero i would basically listen to um, oh yeah then after that phase like you would go into like your heavier uh like deathcore-ish bands and you would have like faces that you would like listen to asking alexandria yeah you start stretching the ears yeah <laughs> hey man <laughs> yeah, i was there too man i had that phase the long bangs the stretched ears the the undying need to become a vocalist <laughs> i mean you're talking two vocalists right now we're talking three vocalists or three, 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 yeah, three. three yeah absolutely oh we have a lot of fun i mean uh yeah on that note yeah a lot of bands are typically starting to kind of not starting but have been sounding very similar to another i mean there's only a certain amount of ways you can scream about murdering orphan and like, it, it's all just it's you know there's got to be an end to it one day but there just it hasn't reached the end of that yet i think people still 
thrive to talk about slaying sheep or goats. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. If you, uh, I don't know I don't if know. you guys remember, like, that, you remember that one phase back in like 2014 that everybody was on a bleh phase. Like, oh yeah, yeah, dude. I'm still on a bleh phase. Like, I wake <laughs> up in the morning, and like, that's the first thing that comes out of my mouth is like a nice like. <clears throat> got to come out you know like <laughs> the girlfriend up all the animals look at me like what the <laughs> <laughs> your neighbors are no. calling the cops yeah oh absolutely yeah they can hear me from a mile away <laughs> yeah no i i i believe the blast phase is slightly phased out but i still hear it very often yeah and like new music being released like I'm almost half expecting to wake up and like there would be like a Justin Bieber song out. And there's probably going to be some blaz in there, and you know, <laughs> it's like the trend will just kind of start all over again. I can't wait, actually. I, I no, I, like you guys might hate me for this, but like Justin Bieber's new stuff is actually I don't if, mind it. It actually it's, good, it's really good. Like f- compared to like from his like earlier music, I'd rather well, yeah. listen to his now music than his earlier music. Well, he was a kid when he yeah. started. So it's a little bit different. Now it's, it's yeah. not so like I don't know. <laughs> Something like, hits a little different about hearing a fourteen-year-old sing about girls, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't hit the same way as modern pop. So I think Justin Bieber did a little bit of growing up, uh, oh, yeah. where that's concerned. Like you know, just uh, just a kid who's very inexperienced talking yeah. about his baby, you know, like. Yeah. So well, the, it hits a little weird, and then you like nowadays it's a little different because you're like, mm, okay, yeah, he's got a nice soft voice, and he's got them like nice shakes. Oh yeah, it's, I could actually tolerate to his uh, voice, like his singing voice, right now than it was before. Uh, oh yeah. I, well, I I don't know. It was this like way too high pitch for me? <laughs> oh, <laughs> must yeah, be his boy. mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mustache speaking yeah no i uh i it, this is the this is the thing that frustrates me with things because here we are three metalheads able to admit that justin bieber sounds good now from a normal standpoint someone who has such a closed mind with music would probably be like okay no only death metal is good or whatever blah 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 well the thing about this is um like it is okay to express dislike for a band. It is okay to be honest about that. It is also okay to not like everything, but like, you know, I'll give a song uh, a chance, you know, at least one time before being like, "Mm, maybe I have to sit on it and let it grow on me. Or I just don't like it at all. Yeah. Um, Literally every time somebody tells me to listen to Lamb of God or, uh, (laughs) Oh, wow. Is it different than the last song? (laughs) Yeah, sad but true, and I hate that because I I literally have ashes of the wake on my body. I'm like contemplating either doing a whole band blackout tattoo or blackout everything. (laughs) Blackout tattoos are sick. Like I've seen a lot of people who like get those. Like they just have to be done right. Um, Yeah, yeah. I need a practice, Bronson. You want a blackout tattoo? (laughs) I don't know, man. I'll uh I'll keep it on the in mind i just i don't know i uh i'm very skeptical i'm still indecisive over over everything too so yeah oh yeah brain's going everywhere you're like oh how do i cover this up 
Yeah, because I, I don't know what to do at this point, but I'll figure it out eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I just see that like with Lama God, um, everything now is kind of like that's where my roots started. That's where my idol was for 10 years. Everything. It's just what they're doing now is kind of it's not the same. As soon as Chris Adler left, it was like the bands. Uh, I don't know. Just didn't seem like Lama God because Chris Adler was a sick drummer, uh-huh. and then you incorporate the fact that now Randy's doing like this weird spoken word, and to me in my head it sounds kind of like a like a frog croaking, and it's <laughs> it's not an yeah. appealing sound. Yeah, well, I mean, like how how many albums can you release where you like just try to scream in the most Texas accent you possibly can and yeah. like make it still feel fresh like that I. I think they kind of just ran out of that that shtick they had, where yeah. like they would overpronounce everything, or where Randy would overpronounce everything. It was very, very Texas, very like, like South, you know, yeah. very yeah. Southern accent. And I think that's why so many people like it, him so much is because he's like, like he brought he brought to take you hunting. <laughs> Those are the kind of vibes I get from him. Like he he brought to take you hunting go drink some beer by the pond, you know, like maybe a little ice fishing. That's actually weird that you say that. Hold that thought because uh, Darker Days, the book that he released, I have it. I haven't read the full thing. I read part of it. And he was saying he wishes for the day that he can no longer be a part of Lama God and he just can become a sailor or like a fisherman on a boat. <laughs> See? <laughs> he's, been, he's been trying to tell us this whole time. That was his, that was his subliminal message to us. Was it was like a, a plea, like a cry for help. Like, please, for the love of the Lord, I don't want to scream in, in Texanese anymore. I want to go fishing. <laughs> yeah, basically. I think it, yeah, that's essentially, you know, it's sad. I, uh, I really, I can't, I can't even, um, with them anymore. And it's really like, eh, it's, it's kind of, it feels, it feels like I lost a friendship, you know, like, yeah, no, no like, I can uh, understand that. That was like me with asking Alexandria, like growing <laughs> up, like asking was like a major influence for me. And I think for a then, lot of people, then they put on the cowboy hat. Yeah. Then freaking Danny Warsnop started, uh, going all cowboy and, after his uh that one incident on stage where he couldn't like walk and he just fainted because he drank too much uh, and yeah after that i was like yeah they're not going to be the same i mean uh, until dennis stoff joined the band but like that <laughs> uh i mean he was good and all but like i think he's just like overrated he's an overrated artist that uh, like a lot of people like look up to. Yeah. Uh, who, and... who, sorry. Uh, are you talking about Dennis Shaforstov or yeah. uh, Danny Warsnop? Dennis. Yeah, like I I remember like back in the the good old long bangs days, I used to love the band Make Me Famous. Same. That that was kind of like one of my like yeah, like introduction to more post-hardcore music was the, like between like you know the common national Alexandria, devil wears prada miss may i like like the, like the common bands and then there was all like the like just like the the slightly under bands like like uh make me famous and uh a 
Oh gosh. It's I, I'm thinking back to some weird times in my life, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like all those kind of bands, they, they did help to formulate like what music is today. Oh, yeah. And you know, like it's, it's, it sucks because Dennis Shaforestov was like one of my favorite vocalists, but then I started hearing about what he would do to all the bands that he was in. Yeah. Where like he went like full crazy. Oh yeah. On... Like he, he had a he has a major ego. Like I talked to one of the guitarists in Make Me Famous and because uh, like I had him Dusty? on Yeah. I had Dusty on uh PlayStation three. Um, that's sweet man yeah we, we would like game out on no man's sky in the early days oh cool um, that's super sweet and he would he would never say anything good about dennis he like he he told me that he would take majority of the money and basically he would write everything and take everything credit he, he wouldn't let nobody have like their creative like freedom at all oh. and he showed me like a lot of his good stuff. Like he'll and he he responds to anybody on his Facebook page. Um, like he's pretty. Op- he's an open dude. Yeah, um, I've been following Dusty Bowl since uh, 2012, yeah. 2013, I believe, on uh, Facebook and I believe Instagram. Cool. Yeah, they, they. I remember them releasing uh, a Twitter statement about like Dennis, uh, like Dusty, and uh, a few of the band members. Yep, and then Nasty Alexandria did that, yeah. and then uh, fuck, what's that other band? What's that one band I'm not thinking of that uh, Dennis did like after Make Me Famous? Yeah, uh, and it, they were really good for a bit. Oh, Down and Dirty. Like, yeah, Down and yeah. Dirty. Yeah, they were really good for a bit, and then they kind of just, I don't know, they they wiped the chalkboard, man. They don't exist right now. I believe. I don't know. I think I, we got confused with the person that uh, I was talking about, Jimmy Jimmy Rose. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. the the blonde uh, the blonde buff dude. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. He showed me like a lot of of because um, they they made a side band, I, Dusty Jimmy and the bassist. Yeah. Oh, made us, yeah, and the and the vocalist, uh, well the screamer, the main screamer, all made a side yeah. band after that. Yeah, that band was Ocean's Red, and I actually yeah. loved Ocean Ocean's Red. It was such a good sound. Like I felt like if they were to like that band would have taken off so quickly. That band was so good. Like, yeah. like the way they incorporate kind of like the like the soft core like house like music, like the electronic like super kind of hardcore EDM they put behind the music was just it was kind of out of this world in my opinion. Like I would. I would relate to that whenever I'd like be in the mood for like good vibe. Like I'd be like, Hey, I want to like dance to some metal. I'm, I'm feeling kind of like freaky, yeah. you know, and I would, I would put on oceans red and oceans red was definitely like top 10 bands, like growing up for sure. I, that's the sound that they were hoping to go with, uh, for make me famous. And like, I remember talking to Jimmy and stuff. Like he showed me like a few like sneak peeks as well. As well. He's like, yo, I like, let me know what you think of this. I was like, yo, th- this is actually sick. I wish like he would have wrote that for make me famous, but like they, Dennis had like a whole different thing for make me famous. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right on. Well, I think I'm going to actually end the podcast here. Cause I, I think we've already hit close to like the 30 minute mark. <laughs> I think we're at almost two or 20. Hour. 
Yeah. Or, yeah, pretty close. So I'm going to end it here if you guys are cool with that. Um, but yeah, thanks for everyone who actually tuned in to listen to the first episode for the uh, Monsters Connection official podcast. There will be more of these. Um, but yeah, <laughs> thanks for listening in.